0: Measles and mumps and rubella and those things. And I understand some people are not trusting the government. But it's it's worth it. Amen. But you gotta keep yourself safe. I dare you to travel out of the country without getting a vaccination. Go to Europe. Go to South America. Go anywhere. You need to get a shot. Alright? And you would do that. I'm going on vacation in Paris. You're gonna take a needle. You are. So just to stay safe, you know, and you do it, saints of God, people of God, you do it by faith anyway. Amen? Anything we do, we're going to do it in faith. And we're going to trust God for it. Praise the Lord. We thank God. Well, let's look at the Word of God today. We're in Matthew chapter 28, looking at verse 16 through 20. This is what we call the Great Commission. And this is Jesus before he's ascending. In between, we're looking at scriptures in between the resurrection and his ascension. Okay? And look what it says here. Then the eleven disciples went up into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Isn't that amazing? If you look at it, you can see them in doubt. Don't believe their eyes. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority is given to, to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the name of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Amen, or until the end of the world. Father in Jesus' name, we thank you for allowing well, us this is time to celebrate, this time of gathering, this time of fellowship, time of praise and worship as we look into your word. And Lord, we're grateful today. We ask that as we go in this portion of the service, that you go in with us and that you open our understanding, open up our eyes that we can see these things and understand, give us perception, clear perception of thus say the Lord. And we ask you to teach us and move, on, move upon us. Touch our ears, teach us to listen, and touch our eyes that we might see Christ. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus with the, the eleven, um, He's he's giving them some instruction here, and he's telling them to go. First of all, he declares to them that, that he has all authority. I mean, you may have doubted it before, brothers, but now I have it all. I have it all, okay? Now, Jesus did everything during his earthly ministry. He did everything that pointed to the Father. I do what the Father tells me to do. I say what the Father tells me to say. It's all about the Father, right? And he pointed to the Father. Now he's saying that he has all authority. This is not saying that he took anything from the Father. Because the Son and the Father are united. Okay? But he has all authority now. Alright? And he says, for you, since I have all authority, I want you to go and do what I tell you to do. Go in all the world. Make disciples. And the book of Mark, it says, preach the gospel to every preacher. We <laughs> all preachers, you know that, right? <laughs> preach the gospel to every preacher. He says, go make disciples and, and, and of all the nations. See, it was always the God's plan for the whole world to know him. Yes. Even, even in the Old Testament, even in the Old Testament, when he had his chosen people, it was his plan for the people, for the Gentiles and the rest of the world to know who he is. And right, and, and for them to serve him, for them, for him to be their God. Right? And so this is what Jesus is saying too. He's saying, Go in all the world, make disciples, yeah. preach to everybody, spread this word, tell everyone, I have all the authority and I'm sending you. And the cool thing about this, he says, I'm sending you, but I'm also with you. Okay? So, God doesn't give us things to do and send us on our own to do it. Whenever he gives us a task, whenever we're called to a work, whatever the Lord instructs us or urges us to do, he's there with us. Amen? Amen. You know, when I was a kid and I had chores, in the beginning, when I had chores, mom may have helped me do the chore. Right? But after a while, it's like, Wash your hands, Uh do the dishes, wash your hands, set the table, wash your hands, feed the baby, Uh wash your hands, um, (laughs) take out the garbage, you know, wash your hands, everything was like, wash your hands and do it, alright? And mom's telling me to do it, and she stopped helping me. But when the Lord tells you, when he gives you a task, a chore, an unction to do something, he's there with you. You're not doing anything by yourself. You don't preach by yourself. You don't sing by yourself. You don't witness by yourself. You don't serve by yourself in any capacity. You serve, and the Lord is serving with you. Matter of fact, in the the Bible, when it says in um, Ephesians, where um, he gave some apostles and prophets, and he evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus is the real apostle. Yes. He's the real prophet. Mm-hmm. He's the real evangelist. He's the real pastor and teacher, right? right. And the rest of us who claim these titles, we're just doing what, he, we're just working with him mm-hmm. and serving under him, yeah. right? It's really his work and we're just participating. And so he's telling these apostles to go home. all right? And he wants them to go. And he says, baptize them in the name of the Father and Son and of the Holy Ghost. The thing I like about this, because there's a little conflict amongst the people of God about the name of Jesus and the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Well, come on, y'all. This is, this is really simple. The name of Jesus and the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is the same name. It's the same name. Because the name, we said before, is the authority, the character, and the purpose. So the authority and character and purpose of Jesus Christ is the authority, character, and purpose of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's the same name. Why is there a conflict? I don't get it. Okay, but I'm gonna let it go. All right, it's the same. There's no conflict here, right? And there's no, there's, it's just not there. Alright, we make an issue of a small thing. Yes. Oh my God, somebody said he made the name of Jesus a small thing.
1: <laughs> no, I did not.
0: I'm saying that there's no difference. There's no difference, there's no, there's no space in between. There's the, they are the, it is the same name, the same authority, the same character and the same will and purpose, okay? All right, and it says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. See, the Lord has to- taught these brothers at least three years' worth of stuff. And he said, you need to take what I taught you and teach the others, all right? That's discipleship. Discipleship is teaching. Discipline is teaching, amen? We think of discipline as um, punishment. But not discipline is teaching. You discipline when the when the when the athlete works out, he or she disciplines their body, right, and their mind, and their attitude to compete with whatever sport they're just competing in. When the when the military person is working out, is getting prepared, he or she is being disciplined, right. Not being picked on, being disciplined, so they could practice, and so they could fight, and so they could do what the mission is to do. And as church folk, we need discipline too. Yes. Amen? Yes. We need discipline. We need discipline so we could follow the Lord, so we can be witnesses of Him. Yes. That's what we're called to do. We're called to witness Jesus. We're called to tell somebody about Jesus. we call called to let the world know that Jesus is... Is the Christ the Son the Living God, and He saves sinners. Oh yeah, and that He He is not His it's not His desire that anybody perish, but that all people come to repentance. Amen. That's right. Everybody needs to repent. Why do I need to repent? Because you have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You have sinned, all sin, and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. <laughs> No, not one. Nobody's righteous in their own self. If you have righteousness, it's because God has granted you righteousness because you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I, I, I feel bad, I feel bad and um, for all the religious activity that's going on. You know, I mean, there's people trying to do right. They have a moral code. They have a standard of living. You know, they, they have a, a way of life that's, that's, that's clean and purposeful. But they don't have it with Christ. Mm. And that's the sad part. They're doing all this work. Yes. Right? They're doing all this work to earn a right place. Mm-hmm. To earn a standard. To achieve something. And um, and they're not going to achieve it outside of Jesus. Amen. That. They're not going to achieve it. We, we need to be compassionate with these people. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, we don't need to be fussing at them and arguing. We need, they need compassion. They need your prayer. The re- different religions and faiths and creeds, they need your prayer because you're the one that's connected to the Father. So we need to be praying for them, praying that the Lord um, draw them by His Spirit and that some kind of way that they will come to a realization that they need Jesus. Amen. Amen? They need Jesus. And so, and so look, look at this here. It says here that teaching them to observe all things and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to observe the things that we've been taught. We are what we call compliant readers of the Bible. I think i told a little more than this before. When I was in school, um, I thought I was in school with a bunch of people that wanted to serve the Lord. (laughs) I was mistaken. You know, people go to theological schools and seminaries for different reasons. And not everybody's there because they're gonna preach the gospel and wanna be the minister, all right? And, um, And so I had to learn that people had these different ideas. And one of our professors told us, he said, you have to understand, what you need to do is ask yourself, I wonder why he believes what he believes. I wonder why she feels that way. Mm -hmm. And you can't get offended. When they when they talk the Bible down, when they try to deconstruct the word and when they try to use the word for their own purpose and things like that, you can't get offended at that. Mm -hmm. You know? But we are compliant readers. Amen? Amen. We're not looking for conflicts. We're not looking for contradictions. We're not looking for um, things to use for my own personal benefit. I'm looking at the Word so I can comply with the Word, so I can do what the Lord tells me to do, even when those things seem a little difficult. Amen? Amen. And that's how we teach it. We teach it in the the sense of compliance. We hope that you are compliant to the Word. We hope that you want to obey the Word. We hope that you have a desire to do what the Bible tells you, And you take it as the word of God, as the revelation of the word of God. Mm -hmm. And you receive it that way as God speaking to you. When you you read the book, I hope you believe that God is talking to you. When you hear the preached word, I hope you receive it as the Lord talking to you. When the the scripture comes across, I hope you receive the scripture as the word of God. Mm Amen. 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 See, now what Jesus wants the apostles to do, he wants them to tell everybody, I am the revelation of God. Mm-hmm. Right? He he told Phil, he said, Philip, how can you ask me a question like that? How long Philip says, show us the Father. And Jesus said, Come on, Philip.
1: How long have I been with you? If you see me, you see yes. the
0: Father. Yes. Right? And he wants the apostles and us to let people know that he is the revelation of God. He's the one. He's the one. And it's He whom John the Baptist called the Lamb of God. God's Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. And it's He who is the perfect sacrifice. It says in Hebrews, there's no other sacrifice. There's not another one. He's the perfect sacrifice. He's, He's the one that pays the price for our salvation. He's the one that exchanges righteousness for our unrighteousness. He's the one that provides forgiveness of sins. He's the one that provides healing and deliverance. Deliverance from from oppression, from demon oppression. Mm -hmm. Deliverance from sicknesses and compulsive behavior. He's the one that provides that. He's the one that will heal your broken heart. And your longing. He's the one that does these things. He's the one. And he needs us to tell people that Jesus is the answer. It's not just words to a song, it's the fact. Jesus is the truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. He's the answer to our questions and our problems. It is Jesus who can fix things, amen? Right and so it's up to us to do this talking, right? And listen, if you, I understand, I'm an introvert myself. I'd rather have a microphone in an audience than to walk up to a stranger and start That's a conversation. Awesome. <laughs> That's just me, you know. I, I need to get over that. Yes. Right? I have to force myself to break through my own inhibitions mm-hmm. and my own fears and things like that. Mm-hmm. Especially for the gospel sake. Yeah. Or, you know. And so, I understand. If, you, if you're one of those types too, mm-hmm. okay? But that's no excuse. Yes. If the Lord leads you, you gotta go. Yes. Mm-hmm. If the Lord leads you, you gotta say so. If the Lord leads you, you have to give. You have to do what the Lord asks us to do. And the cool thing is that he really asks us to do stuff. Because yeah, he does. Cause you got all authority to command us. <laughs> like this is a command. Go, to the world. That's a command. Yes. Right? But the individual prompting that the Lord leads you, he prompts us to do things. Right? And, and when you feel that urge, when you feel that prompt, when you get that notion to do it, you should do what the Lord says to do. Amen. Now you don't get an urge or a notion to do something criminal. Well, right? That's right. Or to tell lies, yeah. or to take stuff that doesn't belong to you. Right. Or to do something immoral, yeah. you know, or lustful. You don't you know, get that from the Lord. Yeah. Alright? From the Lord you get that prompting to yes. do the good thing. Yes. Okay? Yes. And and sometimes you get a prompting to stop. Okay. Right? Now some people don't have breaks. <laughs> They just go, go, go. They don't have brakes. They don't have no speed control. They just all take off, right? But, but but, the Lord will help us. He will help us to go and help us not to go. He'll let us know when to speak and when to be quiet. Amen. Because yeah. sometimes, sometimes you have to just be quiet. Sometimes we have to listen. All the time we have to listen. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We have to be good listeners. We have to be people who pay attention. We have to be observant. We have to use our eyes and our ears yes. and, and, and our hands and whatever we use to observe stuff to to see what's going on to understand to have good perception. We have to have that, amen. Yes. We have to have that. But well, we have to do what the Lord tells us to do.
1: Yes.
0: Praise the Lord. Now, now, Jesus met with these men here. And in 1 um, Corinthians chapter 15, it says that he met with the, over 500 people saw him after the resurrection. And it's possible that they saw him on the same mountain. Maybe not the same instance here, but on the same mountain. Over 500 people. But on the day of Pentecost, there was only 120 there. Now, I'm not, I'm not sure why the fire dwindled down to 120. Okay. Um, it could be the time, it could be the location. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe they just say it word. And maybe the room, the upper oh, room only holds a certain number. Okay. I don't know. But it went down to 120 on the day of Pentecost. You know, during the celebration of Pentecost and what we call Pentecost Sunday and why um, people who are charismatic are called sometimes Pentecostals. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Because we speak in tongues and we believe. The operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Okay, but after the resurrection there's a lot of witnesses of Jesus. Okay, and that's important. And guess what? You and I are witnesses and proof of the resurrection too. Yes you are. You're proof of the resurrection of Christ. See, because the salvation you have is because he is who he is. He gave His life willingly and He remained for three days and on the third day He was risen again. Yes. right. And He's alive with more, And you and I are proof of that. Because we would not be who we are without Him. Amen. And when you look at history and even recent history people people do not give up their substance. People do not give their life. And people do not suffer willingly for something that's fake. Amen. Now, these, these eleven here, plus more, they gave their life. Mm. I mean, all of them were martyred for John, but he was tortured. You know, he was tortured, mm. right? All of them suffered. They all went through, they all gave up something, they all made sacrifices because of what they believed so the gospel could be reached down to us a couple thousand years later. Alright? So you and I in 2021 could hear the gospel truth. Mm -hmm. These guys did what Jesus told them to do. Jesus obeyed the Father, the Apostles obeyed Jesus, and church folk have been obeyed ever since then. Now there's been some challenges of course and there's been some some schisms and breakups and all these other things. Praise God. But the gospel is still the gospel. And it still works for anyone who would believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So don't worry about it. Oh yeah but that church over there I know them and there's hypocrites in the church. Oh but they believe this thing and, and they believe that thing and, and I'll I don't know about that, but the gospel is the same. Yes,
1: it is.
0: Right? Uh, why is there so many denominations? Why are there so many groups? They all call themselves Christian, but you got Christian, you got Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, Church God of Christ, Lutheran, Presbyterian, and every, you know, why are there so many? It doesn't matter. Jesus is the Christ. The Son of the living God. He died for your sins on Calvary. He was risen again. He rose from the dead yes. on the third day. I mean, three days later, he rose from the dead. Yes. The experience of all power is given unto him in heaven and in earth. In other words, I have all the power. Okay? There's no limit. I am supreme. I am the first. I'm the first. I'm the last. I have it all. And he's not being boastful, he's just telling the truth. That's how it is. Okay, and so, and he says for us to go. Gospel is the same no matter what. Any language, any tongue, any tribe, all the tribes, all the nations, all the peoples of the earth are supposed to hear this gospel. And it's up to the body of Christ, the church, to get it done, amen, amen. Now if somebody says, well, well listen man I can't I can't go through all the earth. <laughs> I can't even go out the country. Yeah. You know, some of us don't even want to go around the mm-hmm. block. But you can witness where you are. Mm-hmm. You share your testimony. Mm-hmm. Sure. Your testimony is powerful. Mm-hmm. It is your story. It is your story to tell. Because you experienced it. You went through it, and you know the difference between you before and you after. You have this tremendous word in you. You don't have to be a theologian. You have your story. Mm -hmm. Tell your story. I was was a sinner. Mm -hmm. I was lost. I was dead in my sins. Mm -hmm. I had this issue. I had that issue. I had this thing. I had this fear. I had this anger. I had this grief. I had whatever you have. And I heard the truth of the gospel. I heard that Jesus saves. And I heard it over and over again. And I didn't say yes right away. But I heard it. But at some point in my life, I said yes to the Lord. I asked him to come into my life. And he made me a new creation. I'm the same person, but I'm new, I'm different. And I'm getting over the things that I couldn't get over before. And I still have some stuff working working through but I'm not working through it by myself. I'm working through it with Jesus. So whatever your testimony is, share your testimony. Give somebody your story, your bibliography. Let them know that Jesus made a difference in your life. That's that's, that's, that's powerful. That's better than just standing on the podium preaching. Okay? you have your own personal story your own personal testimony and it's yours now I can tell you what the Lord did for this one and what the Lord moved for that one and I, I can could, I could tell you that you know as a secondary source but you are the primary source of your story tell your story it's more powerful than reading it than, than somebody else telling you what, you what God has done for you you say what God's done for you and, and just let it go. Right? And if people receive it, that's a good thing. If they don't receive it, at least they hurt you. Because when you tell your story, you, you are preaching the gospel. When you tell your story what God has done for you, you are saying, in essence, you're saying that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. He's the Messiah, you know? And he's, and he's the only begotten son, right? And you, know, and you let them know, you don't have to go back to talk about Mary and the virgin birth and stuff like that. But when you say he's the Christ, they're going to get that. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Right? And when you tell what Jesus done for you, you're going to let them know that I was a sinner. Mm-hmm. Born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and, and Jesus died for my sins. Yeah. Yeah. For my personal sins. Yeah. Right? He made the sacrifice. So my sins can be forgiven, not just covered, but forgiven and removed, right? He takes the sin, and you're not let him know that while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for the ungodly, right? And, and he exchanged his righteousness for my sins. He who knew no sin became sin so I could become the righteousness of God in him. I mean, they're going to hear that in the story. They're they not going to hear these words that I'm saying, but they're going to get, going to get the message, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to get the message that you now have eternal life. Yes. And by eternal life, we're talking about the salvation, which is eternal. All right? Everlasting life, eternal life. By the way, eternal and everlasting means eternal and everlasting. <laughs> It doesn't mean that you have this life and you take a pause and it gets disconnected. You start over. again. No, no. It means eternal. It's everlasting. And and you and you you let them know that you walk in under the grace of God. The favor of God is upon your life, right? Despite how you feel and what you see, the favor of God is upon your life, and you walk in forgiveness. Forgiveness. I am forgive. I am
1: totally forgive. Totally. Yes. Right, I am totally forgiven. Right, and and you let them know that you have a confidence,
0: and you don't live in fear, but you live in confidence. And when you have issues, and when you have problems, and when you got stuff going on, you go boldly and confidently to the throne of grace. You let them know you're gonna let them know that you have access to God the Father, because you are a son, you are a daughter, and you have the relationship that Jesus has with (laughs) them. You had that relationship. Yes. Oh my God, I'm a son of
1: God. Yes. That's right. I, I'm not a deity, and I am not divine, and I am a
0: perfectly flawed individual. But however, I have the spirit. Amen. Yes. Right? I have his spirit, you know, and he shared that with me, and everything that Jesus has, he shares with the people, and see, when you give your story, you're going to let them know this stuff, you may not say these words, but they're going to find out, you're going to let them know these things, you're going to let them know that you have a place in heaven, you sit already in heavenly places, never been there, don't know what that chair looks like, But figuratively, I sit in heavenly places. And and you have a hope that goes beyond the grave. And when this life is over, you continue. I know folks don't want, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to go to that. (laughs) But you continue. And you have a hope that goes beyond the grave, Yes. right? And so, you, you let, you know, they're going to hear these things in your testimony. Mm-hmm. And all you really said was, I was a sinner, and he's saved. Yes. I had this issue, and he delivered me from it. And that's, all he, that's basically all you said. But because you said those things, the gospel that Paul says that he's not ashamed of, because it's the power of God unto salvation, it will be preached. In your testimony. Mm -hmm. Tell your story. Tell the truth. Tell your story. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Give your story. Let let somebody hear your story. Mm -hmm. Let somebody hear your testimony. Let somebody hear how you got healed. Mm -hmm. Not that you got it, but how God healed you. Let somebody hear how he saved you from the distress and fear and anger that you was living with, you know? And how you had all this anxiety and now you have peace yeah. through Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, let somebody hear about those things. Let somebody hear about how even now I'm not feeling well, but I have this confidence and I have this hope and I have this help, mm-hmm. yes. right? And, you know, I've been diagnosed with something but I believe in God to take me through it right? and I have this confidence even if the diagnosis does not change right I still have hope in Jesus Christ yeah. tell me. tell me how you broke, busted and disgusted how, how nobody believed in you nobody trusted you because you were a thief, a liar, a junkie, a whore, or whatever you were. Let them know how you used to be. Mm -hmm. And you're not bragging on what you used to be, but you're just sharing what you used to be, right? Let them know that and how different you are. And let them be amazed that I can't believe you used to be like that. Mm -hmm. Except for those folks that knew you. (laughs) They believe it. They know what you used to be, and they probably can't believe what you're saying now. (laughs) But you got to share it with them anyway. But you got to give them a chance to hear the gospel. Sure. All right. So listen, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be the evangelist. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to be a teacher or any, any of those titles. Just be you mm-hmm. with your own little testimony. And don't look down on your testimony. Well, so Pastor, I never had any of those things in my life. I grew up, in a pew baby grew up in church, lived clean. You know, then I got saved around, you know, whatever age I was, I was 17. Um, whatever age that was, that's all right. You don't have to have a tremendous background story of criminal activity and evil do's and things like that. Yeah. But, but, but you have a change in your life. My oh God, you have a change in your life. You folks who, who, come to, who come to faith after living a life of abuse, in hardship and pain. Right? Tell somebody what God has done for you. Yes. Alright? You've yes. been through some things and the Lord brought you out. Let somebody hear it. When they hear it, they'll hear the whole gospel message. Because the Lord will speak through you. And the Holy Spirit will draw them by the Spirit, and the God will proceed, will help them open up their eyes. He will open up their eyes, maybe gradual, but He'll open up their understanding to hear that Jesus is Lord. Amen. When you tell your story. Amen? Amen. So we thank God today. You have a great testimony, yes you do. Although you may not be that guy. Or that gal who had all these terrible activities, but you have a testimony
1: Amen.
0: because you were a, you were a sinner, <laughs> a rank sinner. Okay, how well you behave, you're a sinner. You're born a sinner, mm-hmm. and now you're born again. Amen. That is tremendous. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, so you're not that guy that was delivered from drug addiction. You're not that you're not that person that was taken off the street. And now say, you know, got caught up in gang activity or or, um, prostitution. You're not that person. But your testimony is just as powerful. Because God saved you. Share it. Tell somebody. Amen? Amen. 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 We thank God. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful today, Lord. Because you are our God and our Father. And you hear our prayers, what a tremendous opportunity you've given everybody to be a son, a daughter of the living God. We are so thankful. Now we're the sons of God and does not yet appear what we shall be. But when he appears, when Jesus appears, we're going to be just like Him. We're going to see Him as He is. We have this hope in us, Father. Because He gave it to us and we're so grateful. Now, Lord, we pray for our friends and neighbors and onlookers and guests and visitors who are watching this today. We pray for them, Lord, that you draw them by your Spirit, Lord. That you provide a good witness for them somebody they can relate to, somebody that will hear what they have to say, and someone that will share what they have so they could have a good opportunity to make a decision for jesus do it for them even now father please in the name of jesus and we thank you for these things in jesus name praise the lord and you who are listening or watching you can just come to faith in jesus christ just by asking him into your life simply as saying lord I know I sinned. I need to forgive me my sins. And, and come into my life. I trust Jesus. Those simple words, right? The scripture said, Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can just say, Jesus, save me. I need you. You know? It's, it's not the words that you say. It's the faith that you believe. The, you, it's the God in whom you believe in. That's what does it. Amen? That's what does it. So, so we thank you, praise the Lord. Pastor Linda's gonna come and and encourage you today. Praise the Lord and praise the Lord.
2: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's clap our hands unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy, saints of our praise. I thank God for that. Beautiful, rich, encouraging word. Amen. Of uh, what uh, Christ has desired and designed for us. Amen. In terms of being witnesses for Him and, and sharing this great gospel message. And we ourselves are the living proof. We're the living proof, saints. Oh, 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 oh. Are you the living proof? Yeah. Hallelujah. As the word was going forth, I was um, just thinking of um, how we have to know for certain that we're changed. And sometimes we struggle with the reality that we are new creatures we're new creations in Christ Jesus uh, because of several factors. Sometimes the old man just seems to be more alive than we'd like to admit. And then sometimes we've been in this way so long we slip into a subtle element of self-righteousness. You know, we just think we've been this way. You've been saved You know, so long, the mothers used to say, it makes sense to me now. I've been saved all day, and I'm glad. Learn to take this one day at a time. Not that I'm not saved uh, tomorrow, but that the Lord is renewing and keeping me every day. Every day every day I live and I depend on him not in my own self not in my own righteousness not in my own abilities and what he has put in me he put in me to give out to others amen and I praise God for that word and um, I said Lord have mercy Um, I was a pew baby right I was a pew baby but I wasn't always safe and even after I gave my life to the Lord, or he changed my life, I I did some things and lived some things, thought some things, participated in some things that said, Ooh Lord, what would I be like if you hadn't saved me? Oh yeah. And I thank God deep for those experiences. Huh? I often tell you, I saw my, I don't know how you see yourself. Hallelujah. Maybe with a tiara. I don't know. But I saw myself sitting in the gutter. So I know <laughs> that Jesus did a work on this vessel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And continues to work. And I'm not ashamed. Sister Vicky. I'm not condemned, you know, by what I could have been. I'm celebrating what I am and who I am in Christ Jesus. Whew, hallelujah! So I praise God. That message just got the wheels turning in me. Hallelujah! The Word of God, and it was almost like—not um, really women's fellowship, but took me to women's fellowship because we talk about there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And then if you say, say the rest, you walk not after flesh, but after the Spirit. Yes, I do walk after the Spirit. Because I'm in Christ Jesus. This flesh does not have dominion over me. I know I walk after the Spirit. Hallelujah. Even in my imperfections, which are many. Hallelujah. And then Pastor, he's preaching. I said, well, I got to tell Pastor this. But he's talking, and Andre Crouch is just rolling over in my head. Jesus is Lord. I said, Oh, well, I wish our um, elder well, Clifford was here this morning. He sings that for us. And I was, as Pastor was preaching, I was thinking about the words to that, where Andre Crouch wrote that. So befitting for this message. You know, it's like, I don't have. um, all the words but he said you know so many people walking around thinking they know the truth right and they often criticize what I believe the way I believe and they say Andre where is your proof and he starts saying well Jesus whoo he was wounded for my transgressions And he was bruised for my iniquities. And he said they're going, no, right? That is true. And then he talks about uh, the same Jesus walked on the water, right? I'm mixing it up. This same Jesus walked on the water and he healed the lame man, right? But the same Jesus Lifted me from sinking sand. The Jesus we read about, the 5,000, he lifted you. He lifted you personally. That's how I know. And that's how I know that he's real. Not just from what I read anybody excited about that anybody was sick we sin hallelujah and I just want you to be encouraged you're going to be challenged in this world they're going to challenge what you believe Science, uh, scientists will challenge what you believe. The professors will challenge what you believe. Co-workers will challenge what you believe. The political systems will challenge what you believe. Uh, rights, civil rights will challenge what you believe. But I want to encourage you to stand on the truth of God's word. Because Jesus is Lord. He is the son of the living God. He will return to this earth. Judgment is also coming to the earth. But he gave his life that whosoever believes in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. And there's a decision that everybody has to make. You can't slip in there with what you believe, yeah. unless it's Jesus as Lord. Amen. Yeah. Be encouraged, saints. Stand. Don't don't take down. It gets hard when you're the minority, but stand. Yeah. Stand, stand, stand yeah. on the truth, because you know he changed you. Yeah. I am. I was. I could be. Wretch yeah. undone. Yeah. But for the grace of God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the rich word that went out today. We thank you, oh God, that you have changed us, you've redeemed us, you brought us with your blood and we are not the same your spirit is alive in us no matter what's going on in us right now you are alive, you're continually working, you're moving you're loving us, you're healing us, you're delivering us you're comforting us daily and we thank you for it God we are determined to live this life, live out alive to please you every single day. Our faith is what pleases you. Not our performance but we're determined to believe you against all odds and trust you in the name of Jesus. And we pray collectively for those under the sound of my voice that don't know you, that are struggling with making a decision, waiting till they get it right. God, we pray that you give them the courage to take a step in their imperfections because they will never get it right without you speak to them. God. Speak to him, Lord. And let them say yes to you, God, right where they are. Right with what they're doing. It doesn't matter to you. You are not moved by their sin and their circumstances, their devastation, God. But you're a deliverer of all people. And we thank you, God. We pray by your power that you set, that one thinking about taking their life, God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, have mercy. Send your ministering angels. Send physical people as angels unaware, God, to touch somebody right now in the name of Jesus. We believe you. We're asking you to do that, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise God for these open doors. Just does anyone need healing right now I'm just going to ask you to stand on your feet hallelujah if you need healing in your bodies if you're um over the uh, social media or whatever just wave your hand by faith the Lord is sending a healing I hear the Lord saying I don't know who the conditions that you're struggling with right now but God said and I'm standing I received this word for myself. Hallelujah. But um, the Lord is healing your body right now in the name of Jesus. The Lord is bringing a supernatural healing to you. What the doctors cannot seem to figure out. What medication cannot seem to arrest arrest, or subside. The Lord is bringing a healing. And the doctors will know that it is God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: go from this place and that we understand that you go with us about where we are. We thank you for these things even now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, God bless you. Thank you very much.
1: On behalf of our pastors, Theodore and Linda Faison, we would like to thank you for joining the Living Water Christian Center Church for our Sunday morning virtual service. Although the physical doors of our church may be closed, Our ministry is committed to spreading the gospel message and staying connected with you as we shelter in place. To support our ministry with your tithes and offering, you can use PayPal at Living Water CCC, Cash App at Living H2O Church, or Zelle at 973-902-9933. If you need any assistance, or would like to send any prayer requests, Contact us at 973-902-9933 or livingwater374 at gmail.com. We are also available via direct message at any of our social media platforms. Follow us at Living Water H2O Church on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. stay updated on our virtual worship services, Sunday school classes, prayer meetings, and Bible studies. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Be blessed and stay safe.